listening to Beyond Infinity. Well, John, there's some interesting stuff about the cloud and Google's policy relating to Android backups that yeah. has come to your attention. We had a kind of pretty broad conversation just before off air about cloud computing generally and some of the cost comparisons and stuff and benefits and disadvantages and so on. So we'll come to that a bit later. But um, Google will delete backups from devices that haven't been used for two months. Yeah. Sounds dodgy. Yeah, it sounds a little bit concerning. And this is even for the paid or this, you know, the ones that have subscribed to the uh, to the Google One system. So right. well, Google's got a heap of products, a number of products, and that includes uh, Google Keep, which is for note-taking. It includes Google Photos for uploading your photos. Uh, it includes Google Drive if you want to store um, you know, documents, you know, other images, uh, receipts, for example. It also That's where you you can use the Google Sheets system and the the Google Word doc system. Right. Yeah. Very very handy service. V- very handy, and mm. uh, it's, it's something that I uh, have found myself relying on more and more, um, particularly in the last couple of years. So it's always sort of been there, but I had used a mix of you know Dropbox and other programs, but now I seem to be gravitating more towards Google Drive. And yep. Do you use Gmail? Just out of interest. I do. I, yeah. yep. I do. So, so your main address has got the kind of front, which is what it is, and then behind that is actually a Gmail address. So well, you're using yeah, that got, 15 gig of storage, but then you probably run that out by now. And, I've and got two different accounts. Uh-huh. Um, so one is my business account, mm-hmm. and that's where I do have the Young Digital Group handle, which I then I use the G Suite of products behind that. Yep. Now I'm using the $5 a month, I think it is, or it's actually gone up recently. It's about 7 or $8 a month now mm-hmm. uh, for those services. And that yep. that allows me a certain amount of storage. Mm-hmm. I think it's about 30 gigabytes of business thereabouts. Mm-hmm. In my personal one, uh, I don't, that's just an at Gmail address. Mm-hmm. I'm not paying for that. It's the, the free allowance you get, which is mm-hmm. up to 15 gigabytes. Yeah, which can also include Google Drive up to that amount. That's right. Yeah. So it's a, a it's everything together. So It'll back up your calendar. It'll yeah. back up notes. It'll back up a lot of stuff that you yeah. do on your phone. So pretty handy free service yeah. for a lot of people, even with spam. And, and one of the great things about Gmail is it's got a really good spam filter. Yes. So a lot of stuff that you would normally see in Gmail or in an email account you don't see with Gmail it gets filtered out yeah it's, it's really good at that and and I guess the reason, part of the reason that I've been gravitating more and more towards it is because I've been an Android user for so long. Mm. Uh, my current phone is a uh, an Android Pixel uh, made directly by you know, Google. So that's yep. one of the sort of Google-owned um, yep. you know, created phones. Yep. It's the Pixel 2, the standard size. And the one of the, I guess, the features of uh, any Android device is the ability to back up your settings. So your phone history, Wi-Fi passwords, MMS, SMS, um, you know, a whole heap of particular phone settings, even, you know, apps that you use or, and, and app settings. Yep. It can back up that automatically to the cloud. Now, a couple of years ago, it was discovered, I think it was by Android Police back then, um, you know, a website that does, in, you know, great investigative journalism and just regular journalism on Android-related uh, products and services. Mm-hmm. They had discovered that uh, Google would delete your Android backups. Now, we're not talking specifically about photos or documents like in the drive system. It would delete your backups. So the settings, it would delete up the MMS, the Wi-Fi passwords. 
And so these backups are really useful. If you lose your phone, if you upgrade your phone, change your device, then you're relying on this backup to import all those settings. You you might have a favorite configuration backgrounds, a number of apps that you use. And so this is where you can restore from your backup onto a new Android device, much like what I'm sure Apple does with uh, the Foses, you know, the iCloud. iCloud. Mm. Uh, If you get a new device, you can choose to restore from an old device and that will bring down certain, you know, information. So it, it feels like like you, you're just using a you know the same phone, but it's actually an updated version. Streamlines the process, and, yeah. And so Google allows this, and you can store it in the in the cloud. And what was discovered two years ago is that if you were inactive, so if you had backed up, which is an automated thing, to the cloud, and then for some reason you did not use your phone or your device or your Android account for a period of two months, then those backups would uh, be deleted by Google. So right. if you right. then, if it was two months and one day that you came back and you had a new device to then put uh, you know you wanted to restore you'd be out of luck and this was two years ago with the free accounts and now it's been discovered that people are reporting that even if you are a paid Google One member so if you're actually paying Google to keep your data all your backups and increase storage space uh, it's likely that they will also delete the backups the phone backups specific to Google passwords and Wi-Fi passwords MMS SMS all those kind of things hmm. the settings the phone settings and the app data hmm. and so that way if you let's say you went overseas for a couple of months or if you decided, well, hey, I'll, I'm not really enjoying the Android experience. Maybe I want to test the waters with um, the iPhone or for whatever reason, you, you know, you're in a coma for two months. Then all yep. of a sudden your phone backups are deleted. Now, is this a huge thing? No. I mean, there's plenty of other big issues in the world about, you know, security and privacy. First world problems. First world problem. But... Uh, if you're paying for a service, you expect that you know, you're going to get something back. And I, I guess it, the, the bigger question that I have is then, you know, how safe and how reliable is the cloud even for a paid service? Mm. So if you're paying a company that can just change their terms of service mm. at the drop of a hat if mm. they think it's not advantageous for them to hold on to this backup mm. data mm. that you may rely on, then what else could they change at the drop of a hat? If you hadn't used Google Photos for a period of 12 months, for example, does that mean that potentially they would delete all of those? Or any documents that you'd stored in Google Drive thinking you had them forever, uh, if there was a period where you hadn't used them, they would be deleted by Google. So it's... It's that the main focus is that you would potentially lose these backups if you mm. don't use your, um, you know, within two months. Look, this appears to only affect the Google devices, you know, that being an Android type phone rather than Google Drive. So if you've signed up for a Gmail account and you don't have an Android device, you, you don't have a concern here, mm. uh, at, at least at this stage, based on their current terms of service. But it is, it is a question, it is a concern that I have. I mean, if I've paid, I, I'm paying with my business account Mm. and so that means that my business account is also storing a backup of my phone settings so if i might lose my phone if i don't use it for two months then all of a sudden then that that device that i've paid for that device the service that i've paid for is going to delete itself after two months so yeah look i guess that's just a uh some advice to yeah. some listeners out there that might have an Android device. Uh, back up your settings, maybe in multiple locations. Unfortunately, it doesn't seem like it's an easy sort of thing just to export that backup. So if you uh, decide, well, that's it, I'm not going to use my Android device anymore, but I still want the backup. It doesn't appear that there's an easy way to just download that existing backup that's at Google because it's right. in that way. So, so what are they trying to protect against? Is it is it people who've got multiple accounts perhaps which are feeding to the one cloud service with with uh, google drive and they just want you to stop having 
things that just sit there. They're trying to stop. I don't yeah, know, they're it's, trying it's to a, encourage activity. I don't know what it, what 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 the what the underlying thinking is. Because I mean, as you yeah. said, I would have thought that if you're paying them, then why would they care about putting a time limit on how long you know you've got for inactivity? It yeah. seems a bit weird. It seems a bit aggressive in their approach. I think it might be one of the disjointed things. I mean, their their Android team slightly different to their their Google Drive team. And right. You know, so it potentially is just one of these things that has been created over the years where it's mm. well this is the time that we're going to apply to it without you know a, a lot of thought it's like what they did with panoramio which i was quite disappointed about and i mean i would have thought it worked for them panoramio was a service and it just got shut down basically they just sort of i mean they did warn people but yeah. basically it was a way of uploading photos so it was a, a bit like Flickr. it was it was google's version of Flickr, mm-hmm. but it, it further than that you could submit photos to google earth and then have them come up as photos. So say you've taken a photo of Victoria Falls Mm -hmm. in Africa, which I actually did and I'd uploaded it, and I'd had 50,000 views of that photo over a period of years. And that all just got taken down. They did give due warning. Uh, They did say, look, we're going to do this in three months' time, and and they'd give you a warning a week out, and they'd say, look, this is what you can do. And actually, one of the ways you could preserve those photos uh, on their servers was to sign up for a paid drive account. Yeah. So it was a way of yeah. driving you know, driving business towards themselves and forcing you to do something. But the fact that it linked up with Google Earth and, and those photos have been taken down. So now the only people who've got photos on Google Earth that I'm aware of, I could be corrected about this, and I invite listeners to contact us. Just go to our program website, beyondinfinity.com.au. you find plenty of ways of contacting us through social media, email, and other ways. But I, I would have thought that... It didn't necessarily serve their interests to to get rid of all those reviewed images that had found mm. their way mm. to Google Earth that had passed through manual vetting by Google people. Yeah, well, why not consolidate it into one of their existing platforms or their new platforms? I mean, Google are constantly uh, innovating and finding new things or trying to catch up on, on things that have escaped them. I mm. mean, look at... Um, Google Plus, which was their social media platform, yeah. they were late to the game, and then they were one of the early exiters. I mm. mean, they they failed miserably at that mm. service, and mm. they essentially shut down the team. So. Mm. They're really good at uh, backing an idea, mm. but the execution is where they can fall down on. Yeah. I guess they've got so many resources behind them that, that they can afford to sort of try things. And then yeah. if they fail, they, they, you know, they recognize that and they just close them off and then they continue, they concentrate on their more profitable ventures and, and they go for something else, start something new. And the ones that do work, work well, then they yep. you know, funnel a bigger yeah, team I mean, into G- it. And, yeah. Absolutely. Gmail started off as apparently a side project, project because I think every... Google employer employees allowed 20% of their daytime sort of hours, mm. their, their logged in working hours at the company to, to pursue private projects. Yeah. And that's where Gmail came from, was a private project of an employee as a sideline, used his 20% time to develop Gmail and look at the massive success that is. It's, I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it's by far and away, I mean, it, it really is a very good service. It's got great spam filters involved. So a lot of junk that a lot of people get bombarded with from all around the world mm-hmm. all the time, you just don't see with Gmail. It, it goes into your spam. You know, look, it does take a long time to get through 15 gigabytes of data storage, even with multiple subscriptions and, you know, just advertising emails that you get inevitably. Well, I've had... Which don't get spilt, filtered out by spam. I've had a Gmail account, oh, probably eight or nine years at least. Mm. Uh, Without needing to top it up uh, manually by paying I'm anything. only getting close to the 15... In my free one, that is. Mm. I'm only getting close to that. I think I'm about 14 at the moment. Uh, mainly because I've been uploading some uh, raw photos. So they're like a, a high, high, a high res. resolution. Yep. They've got a lot more data in there. Mm. And so based on that, all of a sudden it shot up from, I think, about 9 gigabytes up to this 14 gigabytes. 
gigabytes. So mm. it's five getting gigabytes close to the threshold. Photos. And they presumably warn you when you're getting close. They say, okay, well, you need to do something about this or we're going to, or what? What happens if you go to 15 and you don't pay for extra? Uh, I won't, just won't let you to upload any, any further stuff. They'll ask you to delete old stuff or mm. it'll just say, look, uh, unfortunately, you're full. Uh, I'm not getting any warnings at this stage that, mm. that I'm approaching that, but mm. I do see it every time you log into Gmail, you can see yeah, so yeah. as it loads. Percentage it shows of your 15 that you've used. Yeah. So it's this mental note in the background. All right, maybe I need to look at it. And I, most likely will upgrade. I mean, mm. the pricing is reasonable. I, I mm. used to be a, a big Dropbox user. Uh, mm. I haven't, I don't think I'd probably used it in, in the last two years, mm. but I still was because paying... Of, because of things like Google Drive, yeah, which was, is more simple. It's tied yeah. into your, you know, it's literally like Google Drive kicks in, even with a free account. If you just try to, to email a very large file, it will say to you, okay, you want to use Google Drive yeah, upload to do Google this. Drive and then attach it and, by and, there. And then yeah. you just do it. So it's a sort yeah. of seamless part of your workflow rather yeah. than having to, okay, well, I've got to, you know, arc up. I've got to get a zip file or yes. I've got to, I mean zipping used to be another way that yeah. things have been not many people use that anymore yeah. it's kind of fallen by the wayside um, same with uh, as you're suggesting same with uh, same with uh, Dropbox St- still a popular service I've got it on my device and I know people who still use it for sending large files around mm-hmm. uh, but as we're just saying that you know to get beyond a certain level of service with all of these things you've got to start paying so in kind of in a way it just makes sense we'll just keep it all under one roof and, yeah. and just do it with google it's look, there, there are some issues that i come across with uh, some of the google products as mentioned before with the potential deletion of your phone data backup mm. uh, but for the most part it's pretty seamless if i want to send large files or bulk files i mean we've done it before here where we've um you know we take the recording from the studio mm. and if i want to send that to you it's too big a file to to you know, try and send via MMS or any mm. other way mm. like that. So uh, I've uploaded that into Google Drive and then attached that link to an email and send it across where you can download it. And yes. it's, a, it's a fairly seamless uh, method. And it's saving you because it's stored on, the, on Google Drive. However many people that you allow to see that, they're not all being sent the full file. They're just accessing it from one point. Yeah. So that's a key benefit of doing it this way. And I, I guess what's, what we've sort of done with this conversation, which we kind of thought might happen, is we've gone from talking about a specific example of where Google is is perhaps unfairly or unreasonably saying, you know, there's a two or three month limit for inactivity mm. and then we're going we're to delete your data, yeah. even though you're paying us uh, to have it in the cloud. We've taken it to a wider discussion about the cloud and about cloud services and just something that we did just recently, comparing the prices of Apple's cloud service and Google Drive, and we actually found that they were quite similar. I think Apple is slightly more expensive per increment, so 50 gig or 200 gig or two terabytes, but they're they're not that far off. And I guess what we sort of concluded from an iOS user's perspective, which is mine, um, John is from the Android camp, as you may have guessed, for me, given the sort of seamless nature of it, I can just do the whole thing through the one account, yeah, yeah. Uh, through your Apple ID account and uh, have it charged to that and sort of see it all under one umbrella and have it sort of automatically integrate with um, the services that are built into iOS, which include the cloud backup service, just as you would with Android. So there seem to be benefits to doing it that way. But if you want to save a few dollars here and there, then you can actually use Google Drive with an iOS uh, device. There's no problem with doing that sure. at all and you will save a little bit of money. I mean, I use Gmail as my email service on my phone so mm-hmm. it integrates well with the mail program that's there. You can also get a Gmail app mm-hmm. which runs separately. Mm-hmm. So there's advantages, different things that you can do. A criticism that I have with Gmail um, is that you can lose things in threads. So, you know, if you've got a threaded conversation, so multiple back and forwards under one email, mm. that won't necessarily appear at the top of your list in your inbox. It's going to be, it'll be there 
there with the original uh, email yes, that, yes. that that started the dialogue. Mm. And unless you look closely and see that the, you know there's something new that's appeared, mm. like a dot or a highlighted dot or whatever it is next to that you know new information that's or the new uh, emails that have been added to the thread, that could be well down. That could be 50 emails down. Mm. So unless you scroll that far down, you can miss things. Yeah. And, and that has happened to me. I've yeah. I've you know you I've had things, a, I've yeah. had a reply and I just haven't seen it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm tending to look at the hey. most recent top of the list stuff. And with your uh, inbox, are you, um, do you like, I assume you save all emails within there, but do you read or at least open up uh, or show as read for every email in there so that yeah, you've got none? As, absolutely. Uh, no, no, yeah. you can do that. And yeah, you can, yeah. there, is a, there is a button, there's a one-touch button which, which will show you all your unread yeah. only on one yeah. screen. Um, but just, you know, things can happen. You can make a slip of the finger and, and you can wind up putting something, you filed it somewhere without knowing exactly sure. where it's gone yeah. and you have to go back to all mail to kind of find where it is. And yeah. There can be a little bit of mucking around. But overall, I mean, the, the advantage of something like Gmail, which gives you a pretty decent chunk of storage, which it's 15 gig and for a lot of people, that will suffice for a very long time. I well, if your Dropbox, I think it was only about two or three gigabytes. I mean, that might have changed. I haven't used it for the free gig yeah, uh, yeah, one for yeah. a while. But you're getting essentially five times the amount of storage for free. Yeah. in Google Drive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, Google, um, I mean, I remember what, because I was actually, when Gmail started, you actually had to be brought into it by invitation. And this is in the, mm. this is about 2006, 2005, that time is when it, they first launched, launched the service. And this is when things like Hotmail and those services were the dominant ones. Yeah, that, I had um, Hotmail. And, and, yeah. and, 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 you know, Hotmail has really fallen by the wayside. Not many people have it, as has Yahoo. That mm-hmm. was another one that was a free um, web-based mail service. Uh, then Gmail came along with just a whole, and, and they, they ramped up the storage quite quickly. So yeah. they, they started it off as this sort of viral thing where you got invited by an existing user to to be part of it. Mm-hmm. So I had to actually, the only way I could get an account with Gmail in 2006 was for a mate who had it. Somehow he'd got it from a mate of his and mm-hmm. so on and so mm-hmm. on and so on. But um, that was how you became part of it. You weren't actually just able to you know log into a page put in some personal details, set up a password and bang you're in, which is the case now. Mm-hmm. That was the way they kind of created a bit of kudos to it. You know, this is Google. They attempted that with the mm. inbox by Gmail, or by Google, which was the sort of the, the newer revamped. Uh, right. But unfortunately, that service, uh, which they brought out about three or four years ago, I think it was, mm. uh, that they've just, they've shut that down now. They, it, uh, it hasn't had the adoption they were expecting. Right. And they're rolling some of the features into Gmail itself, which were some of the benefits of using Inbox by uh, Gmail. So on the one hand, yeah, look, I, I do like that kind of invite-only aspect. I mean, look at you know, look at me, look what I can mm. gain access mm. to. But mm. it doesn't always work. Like, well, yeah. it worked. It worked early on because yes. it did generate a little bit of interest where there probably wasn't any, or people thought my Hotmail account or my Yahoo account will suffice. Yep. What's different about this? And then the, they did jack up the memory that you got, um, you know, every so you'd log in every so often. Oh, look, they're giving me an extra five gig now. So, yeah. you know, when it started off at five or whatever it was, then went to 10, then went to 15. And it, it's been stuck on 15 for quite a while. So obviously they've realized that that's the sweet spot, yeah. uh, which, which works for a while. And then by the time you get to 15 gig, you're so committed to it. You've been using well, it for so many years yeah. that, that for you, you know, you, it's, it's almost inevitable that you will pay to keep that service and, that's, and, and keep all that stuff that you've got effectively safely archived in the cloud yep. forever yep. 
thanks to Google. Well, look, and one of the things is, you know, my phone is, um, I think it's 120 gigabytes of space, of storage. Mm, mm. And with photos that I take on the device, I think they're taking up about half of that storage at the moment. Now, uh, I do upload into Google Photos on a regular basis. And that, as I said before, is adding to now some of that storage space that's on there. But it allows me to use Google Photos so I can access it on any device that I like. Um, I've got the, the backup all the time so that if I, you know, I lose that. But I am relying on the system more and more. So it will come a point where I've got all of my photos in there. My history is you know, ever growing. And so it will be harder to get out of that system and therefore it makes it so much easier just to pay for that upgrade and just pay for the service yep. to get the uh, extra space and to keep me in that And ecosystem. that's where they get yeah. you because you know, at the end of the day, I mean, you can back up. It's probably the same on a Google, an Android device or a Google phone um, as it is on an iOS device. But you can choose to not just emails that you're backing up onto your Gmail account mm. or onto your Google account really, which is what it was, mm. which is a little app that you have on an iOS device which just allow notes which is a separate little app that you have on an ios device mm. which just allows you to make notes literally just like little mini word docs mm -hmm. shopping lists whatever anything um you can cut and paste you can drop images and the text you can do it whatever you want with it uh, that can be set you can there's an option to automatically back that up yeah same with your same with your calendar um, which is also really handy as well. So that again, if you lose your phone, and this we're, we're talking about, you know, the need to back up, the need to purchase mm -hmm. cloud space to to secure your photos, in particular photos mm -hmm. and videos, they're the big, you know, large data using things. Mm -hmm. Your calendar doesn't use much, Gmail doesn't use that much, depending on what you're sending around. Those extra things that you can back up through Google and through this free account are really handy yep. and they are, uh, are making it a much more attractive package for you. I presume your spam, which uh, is something that we've, we've, we've touched on, uh, is a great, it's a, it's a really good filter. A lot of rubbish that gets sent to you is spam and you just don't see it on Gmail because it gets identified correctly by the system and it goes into your spam folder. Now that's still, that spam folder building up with, depending on where you surf and how you surf and what your privacy settings are and, the, and so on, um, will, will determine how much of that you get. Um, but um, that's still using up the storage of that spam folder unless you go through it and, and manually delete it. That is counting against it, your 15 gig. Yeah, I don't think it counts uh, against that. Okay, that's and interesting. It, and it pretty much, it, there's not really large attachments on it. They're, they're more no. expecting you because they want fast distribution of these emails in mm. a bulk way. So mm. it's generally a very, fairly light email but, I mean, there are, and heavy on links. There are yeah. things that you can do to, you know, if you're getting close to your 15 gig, you might look at trying to delete your spam folder, see if that yeah. saves you some memory. The other one is delete your sent folder. Yeah. That could be something that you're prepared to do yeah you know? yeah and, and that's the thing if you don't want to pay for it then you've got to look at what do you need to delete and what can you download from your system uh, uh yeah i would start by uh, looking at photos and then downloading that onto maybe an external drive mm. which you then well th this is this leads into another question where do you store that external drive do you store it in your home where mm. potentially there's theft or fire or some you know a, a catastrophic accident which can damage this or if you travel a lot it yeah. won't be backed up because yeah. you're not going to be um, having contact with your external drive unless you carry a portable one with you and which case it's still vulnerable because it's on your person yep, yep. you run increased risks relying on uh, even backup to an external drive unless you keep that off-site unless you are you know moving that around or yep. bothering to physically remove that mm -hmm. from one place and put it somewhere safe or off-site so the, the cloud really does come into its own with all this stuff because it just means it whenever you're connected to a to a, a, a wi-fi network what you've what you've changed on your phone that day whether it's photos videos settings 
uh, notes, mm-hmm. calendar events, all that stuff is, is being saved and backed up, new contacts, all that information. It's safely in the cloud so that you can lose that device and you can quite easily restore a new device to where you were with the old one. So these are... These Provided are, it hasn't been more than two months of inactivity. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's taking us back to the original point. We, we, we should leave it on that, that Google will delete all Android backups from devices that haven't been used in two months. That's something to keep an eye on and a, keep in the back of your mind. Thanks for listening. We'd love for you to review us on iTunes. It's a great way to let others know if you've liked our podcast. And don't forget to follow us on social media, Beyond Infinity RPPFM on Facebook or Infinity RPP on Twitter.